0: Welcome to dice, camera, action in audio form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Waffle Crew. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash DND at 4 p.m. Pacific Time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. For the current Tomb of Annihilation storyline as the Waffle Crew Adventures in the Jungles of Chult, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dungeon Delve RSS feed. For more information on Tomb of Annihilation, head to dnd.wizards.com slash TOA. Or if you have any questions about the waffle crew or dice camera action, go to dnd.wizards.com/slash dca. We'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew. And welcome to the jungle, my friends. Everybody,
1: and welcome to Dice Camera Action. I'm Chris Perkins, the DM, and these are my wonderful players. And hey. yeah.
2: We're the wonderful players. That's us. Yep. <laughs> Where?
1: Whom I love and I cherish, and I love oh,
2: He's just buttering us up.
3: You guys didn't get Sorry. to hear it, but literally seconds before we went live, Nate just grabbed his microphone and just went,
4: you're all gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> what? Ah, Damn, yeah. I no, no. You're but, talking ah. crazy.
1: But he says that every week, so we're good. Um, <laughs> previously in The Adventures of the Waffle Crew, uh, after experiencing the horrible dream coils of Dendar the Night Serpent, the Waffle Crew was confronted with the reality that a Halruin force bomb in their possession was about to detonate. So Strix, in a panic, threw it through a dimensional uh, portal, and it disappeared for a time, causing further panic, um, at which point Paulton used a spell Paulten used a spell to compel Diath to summon Shemeshka the Marauder to solve all of life's problems for them. And that, did, that went about as well as could be expected under the circumstances. Um, Dieth was banished from this world to Sigil briefly and talked his way back in before the bomb was about to go off. And as the party raced to retrieve the bomb, uh, Dieth was the first to arrive, inserted one of his mysterious keys into the device and shut it down moments before it exploded, taking the Waffle Crew and the city of Omu with them. Then there was a bit of a falling out between um, Paulton and DF, uh, As DF confronted Paulton about his uh, spell casting and about the, the calling forth of Shemeshka, at which point uh, Paulton didn't storm off, but headed off darkly. And then Dieth, uh feeling dreadful at the end of the encounter, uh, called out Paulton's name. And DF uh, recalls in that moment from his uh, nightmare reality with Dendar, a brief um, encounter with a version of Paulton he had never seen before, a version of Paulton in Waterdeep where there's snow on the ground falling up and uh, Diath walking away and Paulton saying, hey Diath, where are you going? Aren't we friends anymore? And that's where we start. Diaf, Strix, Miranda, and Evelyn are all in the tumble down, ruined heart of an old Oumu'en palace, uh, surrounded by toppled statues, <laughs> ivy-covered columns, and uh, collapsed walls uh, that sort of form a ring around you, and Paulton has stormed off and disappeared. Actually, he stepped through a portal and disappeared, and you don't know where he went since. Night is falling over the city. Things are getting dark and grim, and the city is coming alive with the sound of insects and other nocturnal beasts. What do the four of you do in Paulton's absence?
3: Do you want us to talk about how we're level 10 now?
1: Let's do that first. (laughs) Uh, So you've all all grown from this experience, and... um, while, while most of you are still suffering from the effects of the death curse, you did go up to level 10, which means your character's changed somehow. Let's fill the Waffle Fam in on what happened to you guys. Starting with Diath.
3: Sure. Uh, I actually got a decent hit point roll for once. That felt good. Oh, boy. Yeah, so uh, level 10 for rogues is typically a, an ability score increase. Um but there's always the option where instead of an ability score increase you can take a feat which is what i opted to do um i probably won't reveal the actual feat yet because i think that'll be a neat little surprise whenever that happens but i did talk to chris about it and got the okay Mm -hmm. uh so aside from that the only other thing you need to know is that i got more hit points and that my wisdom score has increased to 15.
1: very good very good um which
2: why did sure. the wisdom score increase? What's the lore?
1: This part of the feat is so weird. Oh, <laughs> he he's grown. Um, well,
3: the, I mean, the honest answer is, that if I just went for the ability score, I, yeah. I would have put it into wisdom mm-hmm. because at this point, the F has become so attuned for being the senses for the entire party. Mm-hmm. Um, he would have gotten plus two to that, but say he got plus one, plus a, another bonus from the feat instead. Well, Anna. Anna. Is one, two, five.
1: Six, <laughs>
2: this uh very little i got hp which i rolled horribly as usual uh but my con modifier is high so that's good and then i got a uh, aura of courage which means that anyone within 10 feet of me cannot be frightened if i'm conscious so i make y'all feel real safe
3: which you know what oh. seems like a really good time to
1: have that
5: yeah but it's also true yeah aw aw shucks <laughs>
1: All right, uh, Holly.
5: Um, yeah, I took a bunch of dumb stuff that I don't need. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. Uh,
1: That's the most important thing.
5: Yeah, got some hit points. Uh, this isn't really a huge level for Sorcerers too much, except for the fact that I get another meta magic, mm-hmm. which I changed all my meta magic to uh, Quickened Spell, Careful Spell, and Twinned Spell. So I can now cast two Polymorphs at once if I want to. Or, um, but I can't cast any AoE things at once because that would be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be busted. Oh,
3: <laughs> so there is no double fireball happening. No, I didn't. I thought, no, but Dang. I mean, it's still,
5: but there is a couple of things that I, I did to boost the party. So I kind of focused a little bit more on things that would buff the party a little bit instead of just explode things. So you guys will see that if it comes up. But All I right. think that's it.
1: And Nate, what did Paulton get for goodies? At tenth level?
4: Oh, you know, some stuff. (laughs) Got some. uh, Got some HP. Got some. uh, Got some spells. uh, Got some. uh, Oh, I'm more inspiring, which is great. Yes. Yes. Yeah. D10 now.
5: Like you'll ever do it for
4: us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we'll see. We will indeed. Okay. And uh, so with that in mind, uh, night falling over Omu. um, Unrest in the party. What does the bulk of the party do after Paulton zaps away?
2: Evelyn is just kind of standing there staring at the place where he was when he dimension-doored and kind of
5: just, like, stunned and zoned out.
1: To be clear, he took Simon with him, so...
5: Um, Strix is immediately going to fly up in the air and start looking for him.
1: Okay, uh, and there's,
3: I don't, I can't imagine. Like, I already looked around. I can't imagine I see him at all.
1: If he used the dimension door, he probably zapped well outside of your range of vision, um, probably past several rings of palace walls. Right. So your vision would be limited by that, if nothing else. When Strix hops on her staff and poof, turns it into a broom, there's an explosion of smoke out from underneath her like a rocket as she shoots up into the air.
5: <laughs> Why does it not work well? <laughs> you hear it as she just, like, goes into the
1: air. <laughs> And it makes a backfiring noise at one time. i like, damn it! <laughs> uh, you go up into the night sky and begin to look around. Uh, what are the rest of you doing after Strix disappears? By disappears, I mean leaves up into the darkness.
5: Miranda's yeah. just gonna sit next to the, the body of her friend. Just has the veggie baby, just sits there. Okay. Taking it in.
1: That's right, you've got a dead Uwanti of short stature um, which Anna, Evelyn, you recall, hacked it to pieces with her axe last week.
2: It was it was in need of some slashing. Yeah. Evelyn, I think, is just, you know how when you're stunned by something, you feel like maybe if you don't move, it mm-hmm. didn't actually happen because you're not letting time continue? I think she's kind of in that mode.
1: Right. Slow blinking.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Okay. Um
3: uh- Sorry. I think Dieth is mostly just kind of waiting to see if Strix sees anything and if if she's able to reach him or get after him or whatever but he's he's at a point where like wherever Paulton went, went there's no way DS can catch up to him or help him he's like kind of resigned to being stuck here and yeah consider- He's just like
2: awkwardly standing there like shuffling
3: <laughs> I I mean not really like awkward shuffling but more like a uh uh You know when, like, you just see something really, really bad happen and you get, like, that nervous energy and you're not really sure what to do with your hands or look around or who to talk to. So he's just kind of, like, still processing and doesn't have no idea what's happening or what to do. Okay.
1: Um, Holly, as you dart up into the night sky, you do have dark vision, so that helps. But one of the things you notice about, or one of the things you recall about Omu is it's sort of overgrown. Uh, with lots of buildings and things um, and then lots of vines, weeds, and uh, trees uh, grasping onto the stone and lots and lots of cover. So make a perception check, but roll two dice and take the lower result.
5: Of course. (laughs) All right. That's a six.
1: Okay. Um, So you zip around. But
5: I am yelling. I'm going, damn it, (laughs) like hitting my broom and stuff.
1: (laughs) Okay. So you're you're whacking your broom and cursing up a storm. Uh, There... As you do, I'm also
5: yelling for Paulton. I'm going, where are Calling out name,
1: calling out his name.
5: Um, <laughs> You're making everyone sad!
1: <laughs> throughout various corners of Part the city. of Obu,
5: yeah. There's, like, snakes, like, <laughs> like ah, <sad!" laughs>
1: Yes. Um, and uh, as you begin to... Uh, so are you just kind of going off into a direction? Are you going to kind of do rings or, like...
5: Yeah, I just imagine her just, like, doing little, like, circles okay. around, just, like, yep. you know, and then, like, checking back on the party and seeing, like, no one has moved, and she's like, Ugh! and then just, like, going back and then just,
1: like... Yep. Yeah, Omu is very much a city of the dead, and it other than insects and things, you don't hear much activity below you. You do hear your voice coming back at you as it echoes down into the chasm and back. Uh, you can hear the distant rush of the waterfall that floods part of the city with the river off to the south... There is light spilling up from a lava fissure um, in the bottom end of the city that cracked open sometime in the distant past, Uh, so you do see sort of a hellish light coming up off of there, as well as steam from where the river pours in. Um, But as you look around with your roll, you see no sign of Paulton whatsoever, and you think it's gonna be extremely hard to find him at night if he doesn't want to be found. And you're not seeing any magical effects go off or anything to suggest, oh, yeah. there he is.
5: I have wine! No, I don't have wine. <laughs> I'll just, guess I'll just go back to the party then. Okay,
1: so about it. like 30 minutes later, Strix comes back. You hear her come, you hear the backfire first and then you see her <laughs> descend down on her broom and uh, turn it, I guess, into a stab. I couldn't
5: find him. Yeah.
3: That's all right, you tried.
5: I did try.
3: Uh, I'm sorry everyone. I didn't I didn't mean for that to happen. I didn't.
2: When he says he's sorry, Evelyn just kind of like slow turns like she's coming out of a daze and looks at him kind of blinks shakes her head and she's uh uh, it's it's not your fault he this was bound to happen at some point and uh, uh he shouldn't he shouldn't have done what he did either so uh don't don't be too hard on on yourself He wasn't bound to stay with us very long anyway. Wasn't That's like not he, true. wasn't like he was attached to anyone or anything. I mean, he was just yeah, here yeah. for the ride, so I guess it wasn't fun
5: anymore. Strix just jumps on her broom again and goes up in, this, in the air and goes, You're making evil and sad!
1: <laughs> All right. So She's Strix gone is again. gone again. Back up <laughs> Looking the around air. again. Screaming over the dead city. <laughs>
5: uh. I will say, I'm not, I'm not sure how much of it, I'm hoping that at least some of it is the ring, but I know it hasn't had a good effect on him in the long run. He seems normal to me. I'm sure he does. I'm hoping that it's just the ring. Uh, it's, uh, well, my people made it, and, uh, we made a mistake in making it, and it got corrupted, and, um... It, it sort of houses uh, an evil entity. An entity? Yeah.
2: When you say sort of houses, you mean like totally does house.
5: I don't really know. I haven't gotten to really look at it yet since he was wearing it. I just know that it's not good. There's a reason my people tried to get rid of it.
1: Yeah, and you, guys, you recall um, evil and artists Uh, when he was with the party, saying to Paulton that he didn't think Paulton should have the ring because he feared the ring would take control of him.
2: Yeah, but she thought it was fine. (laughs) As Miranda's talking, Evelyn just kind of, like, drifts, and she ends up, like, kind of leaning, like, grabbing her around the waist and leaning on her, just kind of, like, obviously unconscious of the fact that she's taking comfort wherever she can get it. And Miranda kind of seems like a <laughs> like a mom comforter type person. Right. So-
1: When you do that, kinda... uh, like the little veggie pygmy sort of crawls up between you. <laughs> <laughs> and Suddenly there's this sort of vegetable matter stuffed between you and Miranda. Okay, it, well, as soon as that happens- As it wraps, as its, le- happens, as it wraps like... its leafy arms around Miranda.
5: No, I wanna, I wanna put my arms around Evelyn too. Okay. I wanna comfort her. Okay. Evelyn almost,
2: when the veggie pygmy is like, this is my mom, Evelyn's <laughs> almost like, oh, sorry. But then <laughs> her
1: hug, she's like, oh, and she just kind of sits there like. Mm. All right. Uh, Holly, you come back having uh, seen no sign of Paulton.
5: <laughs> I also imagine I was like. Pterodactyl or something. I yeah. was <laughs> yeah. I'm imagining Strict the broom
2: t- is like, you, yeah. you remember in like the Rescuers where there was the yes, swamp yeah. machine that Medusa yeah. rode that was like,
1: that's what yeah. I imagine. Yeah. yeah, you probably had your own little adventure in the night where you were yeah. hounded by a pair of uh, fiendish pterodactyls who wanted to take a bite out of you.
5: And just like, <laughs> they're like no, no, evil, it's right. sad. Yeah. She can't cry. She's a robot. It's sad.
1: <laughs> yeah. And once they, once you realize that you've escaped them, but you're no longer over Omu, you quickly fly back.
5: Yeah, and, and if uh, I I just I like to just crash into the ground. Okay. <laughs> and <Yeah>. slide <laughs> as far as it will take me.
1: Okay, the broom just, just sort not. of <laughs> sticks into the ground, and Strix tumbles off. Yeah.
5: And I just stu- I just don't move. I just land. She just lays <laughs> me. Are you hurt? Oh no, she's like covered up. She's like, oh, I'm fine.
2: <laughs> now that's how she always lands
5: you've got a couple new grass stains now well I can't tell
2: miranda
3: nice. miranda i can only hope you're right and that it is the ring but something tells me something tells me this has been brewing long before that
5: well uh, it's been brewing i don't i don't know your history as well as obviously you guys do but just don't give up on him so easily i listen i was i know i
3: I haven't it's just he's he's always hated me and i know that i want what's best for him and i just
5: strick sits up and she's like he doesn't hate you yes
3: he does i'm everything he isn't
5: he doesn't hate you no one you
3: didn't see him you didn't see his eyes when simon was When first Simon was crushed, you didn't see what I saw. That was hate.
5: Just don't give up on him yet.
3: I haven't. It's just...
5: You have no idea how important friends are until you lose every single one of them. When she says that, Strix, like, sniffles into her robe. She's like,
1: Carcass over there in some weeds still sitting there. Some flies have taken to it, but nobody else seems to be at much mind at this point.
5: Oh no, sorry if <laughs> sees that, she'll, she'll shuffle back up and be like, oh, we've got a deader over here and just start digging and digging a hole.
1: <laughs> what are you using to dig the hole?
5: My pie pan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so you turn your staff into a pie pan and begin uh-huh. digging with the frying pan. Oh
5: Yeah, okay. I'm just digging, and it's probably pretty soft because it's like jungle, Yeah. You know?
1: Well, you know. About a foot, you hit what appear to be uh, buried cobblestones. Um, Like this was once a cobble covered courtyard that's just become overgrown with leaf matter and dead vegetable matter and stuff. So you actually do hit pretty solid ground. You'd have to start prying up the cobble bricks. Well,
5: she just looks at everyone and she goes, Does anyone mind if I chop the debtor up, or do you want him whole in the hole? That's okay. You can cut him up.
2: Evelyn starts talking with the she. She sees Strix working and she's just sitting there like leaning on Miranda. So she's like, "Oh!" And she comes over and just kind of like, in a daze, is just helping pull up rocks and stuff. Oh, okay.
1: Uh, while you're doing that, um, you're not terribly bothered by insects here, and that's because once it really starts to get dark, coming out of God knows where, maybe caves in the walls of Omu, um, are thousands upon thousands of bats, I knew and they you just were start circling, <laughs> circling overhead and feeding on all of the insects over the palace, until there's this black swirling vortex of flapping wings above you. It would be chilling, except they're actually probably doing you a favor. Um, and they don't- oh, it's chilling. They don't seem to bother you. They're, they're high enough up, like maybe a hundred, 50 to a hundred feet up, somewhere in there, and just-
3: I have insect repellent in case the bugs get too bad.
2: <laughs> so prepared.
1: And you hear their little squeaks and shrieks. And, all that business. Don't the bats just it, kind of? It's actually it,
2: that time that Paulton almost became yeah. the Dark Lord. Wasn't it's, it's, that yeah, crazy? Th- what are
5: you talking about, evil? We don't talk about that time. That
2: was the yeah. bad time. Those, <laughs> I remember with we were good. That. <laughs> those she of you says with, that
5: she chops <laughs> off one of the arms. Of,
2: yeah, exactly. Of those of you, land. those
1: of you with Barovia stress syndrome, know <laughs> that you know thousands upon all thousands of, of bats <laughs> are not a good, not necessarily a healthy thing. But they, they. Isn't it nice, nice to just
2: remember times with our friends once they're gone? <laughs>
1: You pull up enough uh, rocks and things to create a hole big enough to drop this halfling's lizard body in it. He's and,
5: chopped, chopped up.
1: And chop his <laughs> chopped up body. <laughs> he would have liked it this way. No. Um, you throw it. You throw the pieces of Typho into the hole and cover him up. Ugh.
2: Evelyn wants to stand up and, like, brush off her robes and, like, hold Miranda's hand. Mm-hmm. She's like, would you like to say a few words? Would you like me to say a few words? Would you? Yeah.
5: I don't know what to say. Perks is like, just watch. like, I'm done. It's the Leander's <laughs> the job. And she just like goes and sits next to a tree and just like stares.
2: <laughs> oh, great heavenly morning Lord who watches over all of us in life and in death. Blessed be your servant. What was his name?
5: Typho.
2: Typho. Blessed be your servant Typho, who today has made the journey from the darkness to a new dawn. <laughs> May he find... What does he want to find? Peace. May he find peace. And what else?
5: <laughs> and light.
2: And, and light. As we all search for the light in our own hearts, may he find the ultimate light in your presence. Oh, holy morning, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen.
1: Typho spirits and the soul monger right now going, Fuck. <laughs> we suck <clears throat> all right um just to gloss over the night um what what do you guys want to do um you gonna make camp here
3: um i think we have to normally we have a hut to stay in yeah normally you do
5: oh we have no hut because paulton's gone yeah I can pull another gloaming court. I can make us a nice little bubble.
1: They haven't seen this Miranda, this particular group. So what happens when you conjure forth your gloaming court?
5: A bubble sort of forms in the ground. It's a 30 foot bubble uh, and it looks like a soap bubble. It's got that shining shimmering little surface area. But when someone steps inside, like as soon as Miranda steps inside, it sort of like absorbs her like a membrane and you can't see her inside or at least it's harder to
1: see
3: inside so can we see on the through can we see the outside in while we're in it
5: Mm -hmm. it gives you uh a plus five for stealth and perception
3: okay but we can like enter in and out as much as we please
5: Mm -hmm. it's not gonna pop okay sturdy bubble and she's sort of like
4: touches it pokes
1: it yeah when you go inside um, the the vegetation seems more lush here the smells are sweeter um, there might even be a couple little fireflies zipping around inside You're all right pretty
2: here but i'm i'm not very tired so i'm going to take the first watch outside if you guys don't mind
3: no it's sorry i'll, I'll take watch i i
2: it's fun. I, I'll take I watch. See. I'm not tired. Everyone stop being so nice to each other! <laughs> I'll take
5: watch!
1: <laughs> All right, Strix you know stomps.
5: what? Strix stomps outside.
3: Actually, maybe you're right, Evelyn. If he does come back, don't think I'll be the first thing he wants to see. And Diaz will enter the membrane.
1: <laughs> 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 all right so he's camped out in the little miniature gloaming court um uh, evelyn are you going to let strix take first wash as she insists
2: i mean she's already doing it so Evelyn's yeah. just kind of like she's
1: planted her staff that's you yeah. know a yeah. sign of and
5: she's got that face where it's like
2: <laughs> <laughs> and evelyn doesn't seem to have her usual amount of willpower right now uh-huh. so she just kind of shrugs and shoulders into the gloaming court Mm -hmm. but uncharacteristically usually whenever she goes to bed she just finds like the nearest nicest person and like snuggles up to them and goes to sleep but this time she just kind of finds a little corner and curls up and tries to sleep but just sits there
1: staring cool uh yeah you don't have a waffle pillow either to lie on
5: that's right, right. My whole family is gone.
1: Uh, the night passes uneventfully, just the, just the fluttering of bats overhead, having their nightly feast. By morning, they have all but dispersed. Um, it's Strix, did you intend to wake anybody up or did you want to try to ride out the whole night?
5: I will ride out the whole night. Okay,
1: then you do. Um, and as uh, the earliest bits of morning light begin to shine upon the jungle canopy high atop the cliff walls overlooking the palace. Uh, you realize now might be a good time to wake everybody. All right. And it's, um, a, it's at that time, Strix, when you see... Paulton. Oh. He has returned.
5: I don't say anything, because I don't want to wake... Big... So I'm just like...
1: He's... He, yeah. It looks like he's, he's just sort of walked back into the center of the palace.
5: Ugh, does he see us or no?
1: Yeah, it's pretty hard not to see you and the bubble.
5: Okay. Um, I As soon as I see him, I would like to just misty step in front of him.
1: All right, Balton, Strix suddenly evaporates at some distance away and appears right before you.
5: Hello. Do you care to explain yourself, or...?
4: Fulton's not even, like... It's beyond ignoring. Oh. It's like he, he doesn't even, like, act like anyone's even there.
1: Oh, no! <laughs> so he just does this sort of graceful sidestep and slips past her.
4: <laughs> Ooh! Ooh! Oh, okay.
1: Ooh, not okay. So Um, as he as he just sort of woof past you, you're like,
5: oh, like holding onto her staff really (laughs) hard, and she's like, "Do you know how much you hurt? You hurt them by leaving. Why did you leave? Evelyn's just might as well be dead inside." I mean, she's a robot. I don't know if she's dead inside, maybe she's not. I'm just <laughs> saying, I'm just saying. And she's like, so let Misty step in front of him again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she appears in front of you again. Talk to me. Still
4: just looking right through her, just like looking outwards, like away from everyone. And just Bye. kind of yep. rubbing. Bye. So, By
1: second. this time, uh, Strix's cries of "Look at me," um, have alerted the rest of the party who stir from their slumber or in tra- or in uh, Miranda's case, you're just sort of roused from your trance.
2: As soon as Evelyn hears Paulton's voice, she goes, <laughs> right outside the bubble, like <laughs> yeah, <All right. laughs> and just flying and fluttering. She doesn't even go like toward him. She just goes out to see what's happening. Right.
3: If they death... like. Kind of starts his sprint to head towards them, but then immediately second guesses it and just stops himself and just stands like within the bubble and just watches. Yeah, and just observes from the inside out.
5: Um, Is there anything around me, like statuary wise?
1: There's tons of toppled statues, partially toppled. Some cases, cases, just the base of the statue, and you don't know where the top of it went. Other cases, you see like the head of the statue or something. Yeah, there's all kinds of statue parts around here.
5: Okay. Um, anything that looks like it could grapple
1: someone? Mm, yeah, you think there, there's, like, a torso with, like, parts of arms that if you were to um, pin, use it to pin somebody down, you could do that. Uh, some of the statues here were, were clearly of ceremonially dressed humans. Um, others appear to have been minotaurs. Oh, um, interesting. So there's, like, a minotaur head which has, like, two horns that could be used to, like, hold somebody down if they were pinned underneath it.
5: Okay, yeah, I would as he walks past me again, completely ignoring me, mm-hmm. I would like to cast a twin spell animate object. Oh. Okay. On two different statues. One with the horns mm-hmm. and one that's looks like it might be able to grapple.
1: Oh, okay. Groovy. And as
5: I that's as I see the party coming and I'm just like very angry.
1: Alright, so two statue two pieces of statues seem to come alive. Um. And uh, are you actually going to try to use them to grapple Paulton? I am. Okay then. So. Uh,
5: and I'd like one of them to cover his mouth.
1: That will that will be difficult. Okay. Well. <laughs> um, but you can have them make strength checks. So these right. are these are basically medium size, right? Is that mm-hmm. what you're doing? Two medium sized ones. Yeah. Um. Okay, then make a d20 roll and add two to each of those rolls. Make two d20 rolls, one for okay. each piece.
2: Do we see Simon with Paulton? No. Ugh.
5: Okay, so
1: one is 12. Oh, wow, and the other is uh, 21. Okay, and Paulton, make a... Uh, Either a strength or dexterity, make a strength a- athletics or dexterity acrobatics check. Okay. Acrobatics is 24. And once more. You easily evaded one of them. Uh, 26. And you easily evade the other. 26?
4: Yeah, I might have... Uh... That might
1: have been what I did at level 10. Yeah, so Strix, your statues sort of grapple at him, but he's just like pulling himself away very artfully, and they don't even lay a hand on him.
4: Stop! (laughs) Is,
1: uh... Am I aware of this bubble? You can see the bubble. And in fact, you were in the bubbles previously, so you know you're aware of its effect. That it and creates... Evelyn
5: is
2: floating just outside it.
1: Yeah. You suspect Miranda must be inside the bubble because she created it. Okay. You don't uh, see DF. Would
4: I? And I wouldn't be. Would I be able to penetrate the bubble, or is it just?
1: Um, Miranda, what's the story on that? Is there anything keeping him out or hemming him out?
5: I. I don't. Think so. We just have a, a plus five to stealth inside the bubble and a plus okay. five to perception. Yeah. So we'd be, I think, harder to see.
1: Yes, in the you are harder to see. But yeah, there's nothing. Actually, I'm looking at it now. There's nothing to prevent you from going inside.
4: But I don't. I, I, so I only see Evelyn and Strix. Uh,
1: so to see anything inside the bubble, you.
4: Oh, I thought they had
1: both left. Uh, Both Strix Strix and Evelyn are outside. You can see them perfectly clearly. But if you want to see something inside the bubble, you'll have to make a perception check.
4: Okay. Uh, I would like to... Yeah, I'd like to see if I can see in the bubble from where I'm at.
1: Um, Miranda and Diath, are you taking any efforts to conceal yourselves in the bubble? Because if you do, you get a plus five bonus on your stealth check to hide from Paulton. Diath really
3: isn't. He's just standing there, yeah. like, there so, observing. He's not okay. trying to hide from him.
1: So make your roll, Miranda, and make a perception check, Palton, to see if you see her in the bubble. And remember, okay. Miranda, you have a plus five bonus to your stealth That's yes. yeah, a four. Okay.
5: 17. Okay,
1: so you don't see Miranda, but you can see the shape, basically, of D F. He's sort of shadowy within the bubble, but he's standing close enough to the edge of it that there's nothing really obscuring him. You see his dark form. Okay, and I'm and I'm certain that's him. Based on his profile and you know his his silhouette, you're pretty darn sure it's him.
4: All right. So Paulton just kind of gets up. No words. That is just dead eyeing at DF. Oh no. Does, do we uh, see
1: that?
5: Does Strix see that?
1: Everybody sees that. So,
5: Hold
3: I, guess, up. I guess with that, like, Dieth obviously knows, like, where Paul is staring and, mm-hmm. and understands what's happening. So, Dieth will step forward and mm-hmm. reveal himself okay. from the bubble and just... Yep, just stands out and just... Can the
5: statues try to grab him again?
1: Uh, yes, they are still under your control. If you want to make another attempt to make...
5: Yes, please!
1: But if, if Paulton, you have an action, let's roll initiative. Ah! And we'll resolve that. Anybody who doesn't want to jump into this fray doesn't have to roll initiative, but it sounds like Strix and Paulton at the very least need to.
3: It sounds like no one should jump into the fray. What are you talking about? Yeah.
1: Well, the statues are attacking Paulton. Well, not attacking, but grappling Paulton or trying oh. to. So let's roll. Anybody who wants to roll with in... it... A <laughs> okay. die or initiative.
2: Evelyn is sure that her family is fine and all loves each other, and she doesn't want to roll initiative at all. <laughs> Understood.
1: Uh, Paulton, what was your initiative? Fourteen. Fourteen. Holly, what was Strix's initiative?
5: Eighteen.
1: And anybody else? Nine. Nine.
5: <laughs> Ten. Okay.
1: Ten for Miranda. So uh, Strix, your statues come over. Make your two d20 rolls and add two to the results of each. And Paul. Actually,
5: uh, okay, yeah, I'm gonna do that, yeah. Okay. I, yeah. You said two to two. the results? yeah. Okay. Uh, 10 and 17.
1: Okay, and Paulton, to avoid being grappled by it, make two dexterity acrobatics checks. You have to need a 10 on the first one and a 17 on the second. Uh, first one is 15. Okay, you're good there. Second one is 18. Okay, you are not grappled again. You just... Third
5: they're not trying to hurt him. Like they're that's not, clear, really not. Like right? They are just trying to hold him back.
1: Yeah. Okay. You sense that, Paulton. They're not attacking you or harming you, but they are becoming a bit of a nuisance. What would you like to do, since it's now your turn?
4: So, Paulton, staring at DF.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Just uh-huh. no words. Just dead eyeing still. Mm-hmm. Takes out the hilt of the sun sword. Mm-hmm. And just, <laughs> and then just starts straight for DF.
1: All right. How far is he from me? Oh, he's probably like about thirty feet. Okay.
4: So Paul is dead sprinting. Yeah, I can get I can get to him from there. Mm-hmm. He's running up. He's about to take his swing. Yep. And then he's gone.
3: He disappears. So during all this, as like Alta was, like, was even running. Out of the at, sky. As, <laughs> oh no! So like as Ulta <laughs> was even running at DF, DF made no move to fight back or dodge or anything.
1: Yeah, you saw this just, you saw this sun-glowing blade coming at you, and then just before it's ready to strike you, it it and its wielder just gone.
3: Yeah, but like as soon as he's gone, uh DF is immediately just like <laughs> immediately like looking around like the hell just happened
2: Evelyn's like gathering herself because as soon as he disappeared she just ah! <laughs> oh, <I don't> <laughs> She's kind of sitting up like legs splayed out like a doll you know just sitting up looking around like her little robot brain is just all a word she can't mm-hmm. figure out what's going on
4: so then right as he disappears, mm-hmm. right after Dieth is a little, has this flustered moment, uh, Paulton becomes uninvisible and is right behind Dieth. And Dieth, oh. you just feel the hilt of the Sun Sword
1: right up against your back. Like ignited or just distant? Oh, just right now. All right. So like pressing it in, but with the blade off. Right. Okay. Yeah, so Paulton uh, reappears behind uh, Diath, uh like an invisibility spell just dropped away from him, and D F you feel that hilt up against your spine. And then he
4: leans in really close and just whispers in his ear, now we're even, and puts the hilt away. And is now cracking up hilariously. <laughs> He's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh. Dude, you should have seen your face. That was so good. Oh, my God. That was amazing. Uh, anyway. <laughs>
3: Oh okay. Uh, I just I'm just like, uh, we're good now, right? We good? DF like good? immediately after DF like just like falls down to like his knees in a hand, just like sweat just dripping off of him. Uh and then after like Paulton kind of starts laughing, uh Diez actually starts laughing too, almost like he doesn't even really understand or know why, and then like rolls over onto his back and just laying around on the ground just laughing with Paulton.
4: Oh, we have fun here.
2: Evelyn, like, tries to start laughing with them. (laughs) But you see that actually, like, she can't cry. But, you know, there's there's that the the holy oil that kind of courses through her whole body it just starts to leak out of like like it's just like dribbling down as she's kind
5: of like ha, ha, ha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh strix is a cloud <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't she just Floats away. She doesn't even care anymore. She just hopes
1: she dies. <laughs> okay, as she floats away, she could just hear Paulton and DF laughing outside of the gloaming hemisphere. Miranda, you're inside and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with I'm not stepping out of here. I'm, no. No, no. Mm-mm. Okay.
5: Mm, no mm-mm. Miranda doesn't understand jokes.
3: <laughs> I guess uh, we're
5: all just sitting here yeah,
3: laughing. At uh, this point, DF No, Strix
5: out. is gone.
3: <laughs> Dieth will like kind of sit up, uh, scoot his knees forward, and he just kind of bring his arms like up onto his knees. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Paulton <laughs> extends
4: a hand to help him up and be like, come on, man, I thought we were friends.
3: <laughs> uh, Dieth will take his arm and then like, you know, use that to support himself up. Uh, and as okay. he does it, uh, he'll say, uh we are friends which is why i'm i'm sorry i was harsh to you i understand i understand why you did it i get it like, so, hey hey i'm gonna cut you off right there i acted hastily
4: kind of blew up when it came back in my face i get it i don't do apologies and i don't want anyone else to do apologies So you know what, water under the bridge,
3: we're all here, we're all great. What's next? I just, I know why you did it. None of us were acting, but I just need you to understand that Diaz will actually hold up the ring of keys. There is a price for every single one of these. And I can't get, I can't let them just go away. And then the last thing that I ever want is for Shemeshka to have any of them these are beyond last resort it comes at great personal cost every time i turn one please i can never do that again
4: yeah i i guess i should have had more background what so what's the deal with this shemeshka thing i mean they seem powerful but that's all i gathered
5: there's now a crying cloud next to you
3: <laughs> okay strix is here <laughs> <laughs> uh, Diaz will explain everything about Shemeshka and everything that she is but at the same time Miranda can then also hear about how Shemeshka is a powerful Archanaloth from the plane of Sigil who knows everything about everyone and has been slowly manipulating DF to doing everything that she wants and it's super fucking evil and I don't trust it at all but every time I use a key I get to ask three questions and I don't know what it means when I lose all of them because I've had these keys for years, from unbeknownst to me, a celestial being who's entrusted it to me to guard them, and I've just been just giving them away, just giving them away.
1: One, the, one of them, of them world, is stuck.
5: What? just goes, ah,
1: what? <laughs> 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 One of them is actually stuck in that black egg, which and I'm... yeah, one of them is currently still in the
3: egg, which I am not going to turn or move. Yeah. We
1: should probably, probably, we, should probably ask, yeah. we should probably ask: Is Evelyn Bird taking box. that back?
3: The, the egg uh, bomb.
1: So, as
2: soon as attention gets called back to the egg bomb, Evelyn's like, uh. uh, (laughs) Oh. Soulmonger! Soulmonger! We gotta. We're supposed to
3: move to Soulmonger! Oh, I'm glad you
1: reminded me of that, because at dawn. Damn it! (laughs) DF lost another hit point. Shit. (laughs) From the death curse. That's
3: that's fine. I just gained some from the level up, so. Do I still have the, the death curse ring? Uh yeah. Oh okay.
1: Yeah.
3: Um. So I guess after that exchange, she has three. Uh. Just like bling bling. I I technically have four keys left. One of them is inside the bomb. Uh. But so after that exchange and explaining everything, uh, DS will actually then actually go over to Strix
5: she's still a cloud uh, crying <laughs> next to uh, paulson
3: and then after going to strix and she's like i know she's still in cloud Force." so ds is just like strix strix come on <laughs> i need you right now
5: turn back into a trash pile <sighs>
3: All Diaz will (laughs) then kneel down (laughs) next to her.
5: Yeah, she's on the ground, covering her head like... (blade) Nothing's Uh, funny! uh,
3: And then while she's on the ground, Diaz will say, uh, Strix, I need you to listen to me because I need something from you. Uh Uh-huh. Don't worry, it'll be simple. I just... I think we all need this, and this is really, really important. All right. Diaz will take his key ring remove one of the keys and then, like, take Strix's hand and, like, place it into it.
5: And at first, she's just like, <laughs> and she's just like, okay.
3: Yeah, and just and he's just like, listen to me. I need you to hold on to this forever. All I right. know these things are powerful. And I know Shemeshka wants them, which is why she can't have them. And I need you, no matter what, do not let this go. Never lose it. Never use it on anything. I need your help with this. And I know you can do this. Strix, you've become so strong. I'm not. You are. Look at yourself. Look what you've become. Look what you can do. And I know you can do this. And I need you to hold on to this and not let anything happen to it. And Diaz will take his hand and use it to kind of curl Strix's fingers up around the key and just just say, whatever, I don't care what you do with it or where it goes. I just need you to make sure this stays safe.
1: When you close her hand around the key, and your hands are sort of on top of hers and the key is contained within you, the rest of you see a pulse <clears throat> go out from them. Oops. <sighs> and it's momentous, it goes out. But for Strix and DF, it just feels like, it doesn't feel like anything. It's like for a moment, all the, all the air just sort of kind of went away in a sudden rush, but then it was very fleeting. But the rest of you sort of saw the grass ripple away from them as this pulse went out. Did we feel that? No. Great. You guys were basically, you guys were in the eye of that effect, so you didn't feel the thing. So we didn't even notice. Well, she's
2: just like holding... That's a totally normal thing to happen when two friends have a moment. (laughs) (laughs) Two friends having a little friendly
5: moment. She's just holding the key and like sitting on the ground just like I, all right. And she'll just like stick it somewhere in her robes. Yeah. You know, it'll Perfect.
3: Where it's lost
1: forever.
5: Or it's lost forever.
1: <laughs> She's got little oh. hooks on the inside of her robe, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Phone's like,
4: that, that was weird. Was that weird? I feel like that was weird.
5: I, she'll she'll I, just. It's
2: just totally normal and fine. There's no reason why anyone would have anything other than Frederick's friendship.
5: Friendship. She's just <sighs> ignoring everyone and then she'll just like give GF a hug. Okay.
3: <clears throat> mom's in the back Ow, no
5: <laughs> He's ignoring everyone
3: You don't hear that uh, So I guess Then after that uh, That's so scary
5: <laughs> <laughs> But we didn't We didn't see that
3: yeah, I, I know that. I I know they're just gonna move on, like fucking nothing. Also, happens.
5: she's just crying, and for some reason, she like can't stop crying. She's like, "Okay, <laughs> it's fine. Where does anyone need another dead body covered up? Uh, this is a. I'm. That's how I'm useful."
1: Miranda, while this is going on, and you you're at a loss for words to explain mm-hmm. um, a lot of what's happening between these people, um, but w- one of the other veggie who you recognize as Parsnip. <gasps> Come, comes over to you um, in the as just as the the sun is coming up over the city. The walls around you are still too high to let any sun shine upon you, but it's soon enough you'll be feeling the beating sun. Um, but one of them comes out of the shadows and just kind of tugs on your outfit to get your... I scoop him up! Hi,
5: buddy! Where'd you come from? Where are you? Where were you guys?
1: Um, he kind of points off into a direction where there is a hole in the wall which you suspect he came through. Oh. And uh, he seems to be somewhat distressed, like he's trying to get your attention and to go somewhere.
5: Over to the hole?
1: Um, yeah.
5: Okay, uh, I'll, I'll drop the bubble, and like it pops and it okay. just sort of <laughs> And I'll head so, over.
4: Okay.
3: While she's doing that, mm-hmm. and uh, after DF stands out after giving Strix the key and turns back to the rest of the party, he just kind of like pauses for a moment and then looks at Paul and says, "Where's Simon?" Oh shoot, sorry.
4: Um, I had I had Simon hide for that little thing for that little little show.
3: Come come on, and he was just fine a rock. Oh
4: thank goodness.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so when like Simon reappears and like kind of reunites with, uh, Simon, Paul, uh, D.F. actually gets a little bit of a, like a smile to himself. Uh, like a, a sort of, uh, relief and a sort of admiration.
1: Hmm. Okay. Uh, Miranda, you sort of crawl through this hole that the veggie pygmy came out, and you can see that there's another veggie pygmy waiting on the other side of the hole, uh, looking just as nervous as Parsnip. Um, and, uh, uh, this one's name is Green Bean.
5: Green Bean, my little legume! Oh, I missed you! Can I see anything around him? Is there anything, like, beyond him that's obviously distressing him? or
1: is it just... No, it's just more ruins and wreckage, but uh, once you sort of crawl out through the hole and you're on this side of the wall, uh, they seem intent to take you somewhere.
5: Okay. Um, I'm just going to lean down and shout through the hole. Uh, my... My little mom they want me to go somewhere, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with them.
2: Is it going back towards the Soulmonger? Because that's where we're going if you want company.
1: They seem to be pulling you back kind of the way you came from, near where the, the entrance into the Fane is, but not quite. It's sort of off in that general direction, kind of toward the heart of the city, really.
5: Okay. Do I know at all if that's where we had... Assumed the soulmonger was towards the heart of the city.
1: You honestly have no idea yeah. where the soulmonger is in the city.
5: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: You came. Then here... I'll, I'll just. I was going to say you came here with your party to find it, but you weren't able to uh, locate it. You tried to infiltrate uh, the the palace and various other um, major buildings, looking for clues to where it might be. You even checked out a few shrines and things, but you weren't able to find it.
5: Okay. Then I'll yell back through the hole. Uh, it looks like we're going towards the center of the city i don't i don't know what it is they want but they seem really upset so i don't know if that's the way you're going
3: but uh was that the way we were going
5: well i i
2: think i'm probably supposed to blow up that soul monger so she picks up the bomb
4: ah. <laughs> Everyone's like, ah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> also also, Strix walks up to Evelyn and is like, "Evelyn, you seem sad. Please don't be sad. Everyone's back together." She's got this like kind of innocent, hopeful face.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm I'm fine. Everything's totally normal. See,
5: that's not normal. I'm smiling real big.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> everything's
2: everything's fine. Let's and, just you know get our job done.
3: Uh, for for actual sake, Chris. Uh, did we determine that the Soulmonger was somewhere within Roznisi's lair? This was like, or this is like a separate location.
1: You aren't sure. You don't okay. know. Um, you you were told that um, from the Oracle, I believe, that Rasnisi was key to, yeah. to to getting there, but you don't know specifically where it is in right, relation to his the lair. Shit out of him. And you didn't. Yeah, he did not survive long <laughs> enough. Uh, thanks to Strix's Strix's fireballs and whatnot, (laughs) and a little bit of help from Miranda as well. Um, uh, He did not uh, get questioned.
3: Right, and the location of Mr. Fox's spectacles and book was somewhere not Rasmus' land.
1: Yes, correct. Okay. So then there's a
3: pretty good chance... I need to look elsewhere for that? Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. Now, Can we is... just... Uh, go on.
4: Uh, well, Pulton would like to take notice of uh, Evelyn's mood. And because um, it's, it's pretty apparent that she's, like, not 100% there, right?
2: Yeah, I would say so.
4: Okay. So he picks up on this, and he's going to walk over to her and just hands on shoulders like everything's okay we're all here i'm right where i need to be right now okay
2: you you are mhm yeah. like here here is right where you need to be like like in this particular meadow or like
4: I'm trying I'm trying to I'm trying to like to make trying to comfort here. So if, if,
2: oh okay. Uh yeah. Uh, Thanks. thank you. Thanks.
4: Huh. That didn't go as I thought. Oh well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's fine. That's fine. It's fine. No, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. It's fine. The whole no. party's just
5: watching this exchange so awkward. There's like <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's like yo you know you like you you, you plant something out and you're just like oh this will totally go there's no reason that but it does it's fine and it's she good. Grabs, good she
2: grabs his hand she puts it back on her shoulder she's like no 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 it's fine it's fine <laughs> that's real well, nice thank you i'm glad you're here me too uh, she puts her hands on his shoulders awkwardly so they both have their awkward hands on each other's shoulders like a middle school dance
3: it's <laughs> like
4: and so we're like, like it's like so are we like church hugging now? Or is this like a, is this like a Lefander thing?
2: Uh yeah. <laughs> like, it's uh oh. bon- bonding Dawn.
1: <laughs> Diaz turns back to
3: Miranda and Strix is just like, Did we miss anything like all this is going on? D.S. is like back on task. <laughs> oh uh, did we miss anything back in Rasnici's lair? Was there anything else that we could try to go back and find? Maybe we missed maybe some possible clues or something to, to find these Mr. Fox's things and this,
1: and this soulmonger.
5: From what I remember, there wasn't a doorway that we hadn't gone through.
1: Yeah, you didn't, There. Um, yes, you're correct. All right. Strix, that sound right to you?
5: Hey, I'll try and remember my times with uh, the aforementioned more rich and more successful adventuring party and more famous. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Dien rolls his eyes
1: really hard at that.
5: (laughs) And tries to think about how, about if there was anything I remember maybe about the entrance because I know that they were looking for it too. Yes,
1: you know know based on your recollection. And I'll have you make an intelligence check just to see how much you recall.
5: Uh, That's an 11.
1: Okay, you remember that uh, they had received this information that there were that the Omoans having lost Ubtau, Ubtau forsook them, or for, had forsaken mm-hmm. them, and so they took to worshipping these nine new gods who showed up to sort of fill the power vacuum. Right, and trickster it turned out god, that those, yes. they turned, to be tri- turned out to be trickster gods, uh, and when uh, the city fell, and the gods died, they entombed the gods under the city in a special tomb, which is called the Tomb of the Nine Gods. And Presumably that's where you think you have to go, but you know the entrance is somewhere in the city and you know that it may be warded or guarded or locked to prevent just anybody from getting in, but you're not sure exactly where in the city that is.
5: Right, but we do need to to find some of these trickster gods because they might be able to help us.
1: Right. And you see, right. you've seen their iconography in the city. Yeah. And around the city, although you haven't visited much of the city, you have seen things that look like they might be shrines dedicated to these gods, because they have obelisks with the gods' faces and, yeah. and, and iconography built into them. Uh, but uh, you haven't met the gods themselves or seen any evidence of their presence. Which I guess if yeah. they were buried in a tomb, you wouldn't. But Right. And, and,
5: She'll say all that and just say, we need to find these. They're like little powers. They're not big powers. Maybe they're not even powers. Maybe there's something else. And she like tries to explain it, gets distracted, comes back on task and is like, we need to find them.
3: Right. And then Diaz will turn it back to Miranda. And you were saying that the Brussels sprout was trying Russell to... Brussels
5: sprouts that one. He's very specific.
1: I'm, um, I'm, I'm sorry. That was really insensitive all... to me. It's okay.
5: It's all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I
3: had
1: yeah. to learn. And actually, As Miranda, well. the... Uh... Uh, Parsnip sort of is sort of leapt off away from you and is r- running ahead a bit, but stopping to make sure that you're following. And he, he looks distressed. Um, he's, he's sort of frustrated that you're moving so slowly.
5: All right. Well, they, they're, they're headed towards the center of the city, I think, so that's uh, where I have to go. They're really upset and. Um well, they live here, so let's follow them.
3: Right, maybe they found something. Yes, I need someone to say that this is where we could possibly find the Soulmonger and Mr. Fox's items. I this really is need where that.
5: Could, this is where we can find the Soulmonger and maybe Mr. Fox's items.
2: Thank
3: you. Therefore, I can continue on this path.
2: Okay. Evelyn I'll be has glad to heard, you heard none me. of this. Evelyn has heard absolutely none of this and is just staring there looking at <laughs> <in> the <circle. laughs> All right.
4: They're
5: having a moment. I don't want
2: to. She put the bomb down like the second because you know he had her hands on it. And as soon as she was grabbing his hand, she just kind of like thunk, thrust it to the side.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, well, like like in that moment, but also minding the bomb. Like,
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, you're having this quiet moment next to this catastrophic device. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> like, very structured, awkward, quiet moment next <laughs> to an explosive oh, device. Oh, God. Yes. I'm going to sprout a uh, uh, morning glory from my staff and give it to Potato oh. to run run through the crack in the wall to give to Paulton
1: mm-hmm.
5: to give to her. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh.
1: oh, so this little Veggie Pygmy this... comes with a morning glory uh, and just sort of nudges you, Paulton. And yes. Oh. <laughs>
4: Hi. Oh. Oh.
1: oh okay. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's how lettuce sounds when lettuce talks. Oh. Okay.
2: <laughs> Who has ever else had to make the sound of lettuce talking?
4: Never. Dandy. Yeah. <laughs> so that's being
1: given to me to give to her, or it's being given to you.
4: <laughs> well, you,
1: can do miles, <laughs> oh, true. you can make an insight check if you want to. Oh, okay. Whoops, that rolled off. That's a 14. Wingman Miranda. Yeah, you're not exactly sure, but uh, you do recall that Evelyn has something for morning glories. Uh, you don't. You can't remember what it is exactly.
4: <laughs> wow. <laughs>
5: Miranda, Miranda pokes her head through the hall of She goes, <laughs> <laughs>
4: Wow. And then gone. <laughs> it's like um here.
5: <sighs>
2: she takes and her eyes go like super wide and like the little mechanics in them are just twinkling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she looks at Paulson and she's like, I knew it. It's the sign I was waiting for. And then she like spirals up into the air like one of those spinny fairy toys that you used to have, you know? Yeah. And then she just goes morning glory the time has come bring the dawn and then she summons morning glory
1: (laughs) (laughs) and uh what does morning glory look like in your mind just as a because we haven't seen her in a while
2: well assume assuming there's no strange changes based Uh on where we are no there's not okay good so morning glory is like this beautiful white steed but her mane and tail are almost you would say golden like horses can't be gold right but when you look at it it just looks like it might be gold and she doesn't have wings but there's this pattern like on her shoulders this just this like um uh, you know the the way that her markings are that look like two folded wings right on her shoulders and she's just like the most majestic golden steed you've ever seen
1: right and you want her to appear on the ground i assume right <laughs> yeah, as opposed to up in the air and then have her fall down
2: <laughs> that was Evelyn doing like a superhero landing right, right in front
1: of- oh I yeah. got it so boom she lands it appears <laughs> yeah uh, just as the sunlight of the morning sort of creaks over the walls of the ruined palace and shines through in the spot that morning glory appears she just appears in this beam of morning light this golden horse with these beautiful patterns on her shoulders. And
2: Evelyn's, like, glowing, too, and she's so happy that, like, maybe there's still a droplet or two of that oil leaking out. You know, yeah. she's just, like, and she kind of takes Morning Glory's face and she puts her forehead to Morning Glory's forehead and she, she starts whispering some things, but all you make out is, like, a I'm
5: sorry, the, 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 the ritual, blah, 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 I'm sorry. And she just has a, a moment. As this is happening, I'd like the camera to just pan over <laughs> to the left a little bit. Where Strix is sitting on the ground, in a shadow. trying to chew on this key. Yeah. Like, and like biting it and like looking at it and like smashing it on the ground and like chewing on it in a pile of dirt. And like there's this morning light and there's just this trash person trying to like bite this thing and like tear it apart and like yeah. writing runes on it.
1: Yeah, this key is pretty indestructible. You've tried everything and it's... You can't put a dent in it.
5: I don't think I've tried everything.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Then Evelyn's like, you know, as soon as she kind of has this moment with Morning Glory and says all these things to her, she motions her over and they trot over to Paulton and she... Morning Glory's neck and Paulton, both a big hug and squeezes them It's just... Thank you so much. You have been a messenger of the light this day. Lathander shines upon us and a new dawn will be on our friendship and on our family. And we will mm-hmm. light evil down. Mm-hmm.
4: Can't breathe. Can't will... breathe.
5: Oh, oh, sorry. She kind of pets his face. <laughs> <laughs>
4: so, yeah, that's right. Strong robot. Forgot. <laughs> yes.
5: Miranda like sticks her arm out into the hole and waves towards Diaz. And she's like, okay, I gotta go. Uh, if you guys are going to come with me, I guess I'll, I don't know. Uh, we're, co- we're coming with you! Yeah. Okay, about? well, I gotta go, because they're real upset, and she's just gonna start running after okay. um, Parsnip.
1: Yeah, as you run uh, back through the ruins of the city um, and through other broken walls, over other broken walls, and they're leaving you, they're leading you through the Runion, but basically back toward near the entrance, <laughs> the secret entrance to the Fane of the Night Serpent. But before they get there, just outside of the outermost wall of the palace, there is a copse of trees, um, wild overgrown jungle uh, trees. And as you're making your way through those trees and they're leading you through, um, one of them probably has you by the hand and is just sort of tugging you along as fast as he can walk. You begin to see, you begin to notice one thing right away is it's colder here than um, the place you just came from. And it seems to get colder the deeper you go in. And then suddenly as you break through the trees, you can see that there is a clearing and it is like a frozen garden of death. All of these frozen vegapigmies, just sort of covered in ice and frost with uh, snow and ice all around them. And there's, it's it's most of the ones you know. It's uh, carrot, it's turnip, it's... um, there's a there's a there's a albino one frozen in the ice named snow p Um, and uh they're all just absolutely frozen solid
2: evelyn tries not to but she looks right at paulton's ring
1: well evelyn hasn't seen this yet only miranda has seen this dang it never mind can
5: i Miranda's gonna try and start breaking through the ice and just clawing as, as hard as she can to get one of them out.
1: Yeah, you find that it's very hard to break the ice with your hands, but if you like, crack it with your staff, you can sort of split off chunks of it. And, and as you do, you can see, it's like they were flash frozen. Like something hit them so suddenly that they just instantly died and were frozen solid. And as you, pe- as you start to peel the first one open, snow peas, um, you can tell that the Veggie Pygmy was instantly frozen to death.
5: She just kind of cradles
1: the body and. And there's, you count, like, there must be 30 of them scattered throughout this garden. And it looks like they were hit by multiple blasts. And you can see a lot of the trees also have this sort of frozen, flash frozen look to them, like they were struck or caught in the blast of cold as well.
2: Chris Perkins is like, okay, fine, you're not gonna die in the game. I'm gonna kill like 50 of the people you know. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Um, Miranda's finally finally crying there are just these were the last things that she had all of her friends are dead and now these guys are mostly gone too and she is just sobbing and she looks to and she she goes who did this
1: Uh, parsnip points back toward the waffle crew
5: of course. <laughs> All right. She stands up with Snow still, and she goes towards them until she's within viewing range of Paulton, and, and she holds it out and she said, Did you do this?
1: So the rest of you see, uh, as you uh, are following Miranda, you see her come out of these trees with this frozen vegapigmy corpse and say exactly what she just said.
5: If Strix sees it's frozen immediately, she's just like, ooh, the Paulton.
4: Oh, okay, so instantly a nice thing is me. Even though-
5: Who else would it be? Potato, point to who did this.
1: Uh, Actually, it would be uh, Turnip and Parsnip who could do it. Uh, Both Turnip turnip and (laughs) Parsnip point at Paulton
5: you didn't do this polton you didn't do this
1: it's like oh okay so i don't get along
4: with the little potato people so that's <laughs> why we're going to take their word for it
5: tell me you didn't really? do this oh, say that you didn't do this
4: i didn't do this
5: then why are they pointing at you
4: i don't know i don't
1: i don't know what goes on in their little freaking produce heads Jeez. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Can I tell if he's lying
1: uh, harsh? Make a wisdom insight check. Dirty 20. What? What? A dirty what?
5: 20.
1: A dirty 20. Got it. I thought you said 30-20, and I'm like, what the heck is 30? <laughs> That's a new 30 number. 30-20! <laughs> uh, you, you think he's being sincere. Uh, you don't sense any deception. He...
2: he- I I can't help but notice Paulton you put a lot of emphasis on that I as though I didn't do that. is there so I is there someone else that we should know about?
4: I was defending the person being accused who was I.
2: Okay. Well, that's good. I'm glad you didn't do it.
4: Hey, you know, I've been back for like not even that long and already like all this shade's being thrown at me. It's like, you know what? I came back and I had a little fun with it. Ben, and I just... No, I don't storm off again.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: he, like, he, does, he does a half turn away and then no. Yeah.
5: Paulton, I'm only asking you because they're pointing at you.
4: Yeah, I Still pointing, which by the way is rude.
5: Is there,
2: is there someone around that looks a lot like Paulton that maybe just, you know, they got confused? Is there any other like very handsome blonde Vistani bard? Like, super handsome.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, super handsome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dieth will start interjecting and kind of like use his handsome motion, everyone to like kind of stop for a moment and like calm down. It's like, Miranda, I think he did this. And then Dieth will turn back to Palton. But Palton, do you remember everything you did last
4: night? Uh, let's see. So I, well, let me start, let, let me, let me see here. So there was the bomb, it was going to go off, I did a thing that people didn't like even though yep, inadvertently, yep. you know, yep, right work, it worked, but you know, we're not, we're not talking about that. Right. We're gonna go um, after that. And then I, yeah, I just, I needed a night of reflection. And I just needed some time to myself to, you know, cool off.
2: That's so important, taking time for reflection. That's very spiritual. Yes,
4: Evelyn, yes. Mm -hmm.
5: Can Um, I go to one of the trees that's still alive that was near the blast and cast Speak with Plants?
4: Excuse me?
1: You sure can.
5: Paul <laughs> just speak with plants. <laughs> <laughs> that's that, a thing. That's a thing? <laughs> I'm sorry your party is only good at burning things and messing up. And preaching. Uh,
1: yeah, preaching. so uh, you can cast the spell as an action for sure, and uh, plants within 30 feet of you... Uh, gain a limited sentience and animation, giving the ability to communicate with you and follow your simple commands. And you can question them about events in the spell's area for the past day, gaining information about creatures that have passed, weather, and other circumstances. So there you go. You cast the spell. And the trees, the ones that are still alive, which are most of them, uh, gain a semblance of animation, and you realize that they are leaning in toward you, waiting to hear what you have to say.
4: Is this visible to like everyone? Yeah. Just like oh 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 that's oh that's weird. <laughs>
5: Ooh, uh, I'm gonna put my hands up into the. I'm gonna put Snoopy down on the ground in front of me, and then I'm gonna put my hands up into the branches and feel the leaves that are close to me. Mm-hmm. And
1: they're, they're the tree is obviously in some pain. Um, yeah. As it, as it feels your warm embrace.
5: Um, I want to try and soothe it as much as I can, but ask. Who did this?
1: The tree will take uh, one of its not frozen boughs and you hear it creak and groan. And turn and point at Paulton.
2: No, you're wrong. He said he didn't do it.
4: Evelyn,
1: you're really, really old.
5: Evelyn, even the trees. <laughs> even the trees
1: do the oh, really? same thing till like four trees are pointing Jacques at Paulton.
5: <laughs> Paulton, they're all pointing at you. I'm just telling No. You. <laughs> I
4: couldn't I know help this but is notice this mechanism. It, it, I giant... think
5: that the ring is taking over you. If you truly don't remember this, if you truly did not do this, I think this ring is starting to take control of you. Yeah, it's bad magic.
2: Well, maybe you should just take it off for a while just
4: i don't know happy. what you want me to say to that because <laughs> i have full recollection of my and and you and like the ring hasn't taken over me like how it would it no it really hasn't.
5: so then you did this on purpose
4: that is a loaded question mm-hmm. that, is, that is fake news and i don't appreciate it okay
2: look there was one time long story miranda to all you know, all accusing eyes, it looked like I might have eaten the baby. Okay? And if people <laughs> have gone, have gone that something, then I. W- where would I be today? No. We <laughs> believed each other and
5: we worked we're just have such a good time solving it. Evil and everything is pointing at him. If he truly didn't do it, then the ring is just taking over. Paulton, hey. if you didn't do it, take the ring off.
4: Just take it off. You're you're missing the point. You're literally. The point is, I didn't do this, and there's a million ways that someone could just.
0: I don't know.
5: All of my friends are dead. Just take the ring off. Please. Uh, Is it possible for Strix to cast hold person on Paulton? Uh, yes. I would like to do that.
1: Okay. Ah! Paulton? Mm hmm uh roll again roll a d20 and add i think it's a wisdom saving throw what level spell is hold person it is second okay i'm going to cast but, i'm going to cast but, but holly could cast at a higher level if she chose yes, and i would like to okay
5: okay i would like to
1: cast uh
5: fourth level okay,
4: okay i'm going to fifth level counterspell that okay
5: you fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm just like, you do not need to do that. I don't understand why the hell everyone wants to believe the trees, the trees.
5: They make, make me, me believe you didn't do it. Take the <laughs> ring off. Makes make me, me so upset that he out-magicked her. She just goes, but I didn't know magic, I didn't know what it she's She just like, goes on the ground and starts going, ah! Like she's having let's a full-on
2: panic attack. Let's all stop casting spells that take away each other's agency without consent, okay? Let's just um, learn from that, and let's move on.
4: I'm, I'm going to... I'm just going to kneel down and be like, I know last time you freaked out, I yelled at you, and that was very not cool, and I'm very sorry, and I did not want to use magic on you. But you were about to on me, and I just did what I had to do to keep things neutral. It was not a personal thing against you. You're still a far better magic user than I will ever be.
5: No, I'm not.
4: I mean, not with that attitude, but. <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, <laughs> when he says that, she just looks up and she's like, all right, I'm sorry. I just, the ring is taking you over and I just wanted to take it off because it's it's really bad.
4: It's like, this ring doesn't work like that.
5: Yeah, it does. It's convincing you that it doesn't. Paulton, my people made it. This,
4: this isn't some like werewolf thing where I'm just instantly like, oh, another another thing is in my body and I just don't recall anything. No, like I understand the risk of this and I know what it feels like for it to have power. But I remember where I was the entire time and I know what I did and I
1: did not do that. At this point- Everything
5: is pointing at you. At
1: this point, Simon has come up alongside Paulton and just sort of takes his other hand, just like as he has done many, many times, just to stand by his side.
2: Maybe, maybe Simon remembers
3: seeing Hi. something.
1: <clears throat> uh, Simon, he toward you.
3: <laughs> ah, it's just like a little bit like a. Uh, uh, were you here when this happened? And do you have to, like gesture towards all the ice and everything?
1: And uh, he turns back to Paulton and looks up at Paulton.
4: It's like, it's like don't don't look at me. He asks you the question.
1: Uh, he turns back and nods.
3: All right. Simon, did you see who caused all of this ice?
1: He turns back to Paulton, looks up at Paulton, then looks back to you and goes,
3: All right, Simon.
1: At this point, you hear Coming through some of the, the trees, there's a loud rustling noise. Ah, oh, heck. And then bursting into view is waffles. <laughs> oh, crazy. It's waffles! And she just sort of flying tackles Strix out of frame. <laughs> <laughs> As she's
5: attacked, she just kind of bobbits and, and flies. Yeah,
1: and then she just sort of turns into a ball of fur and rolls Strix over top of her and is just like playing with Strix like a little cat with a yarn ball. <laughs> she's
5: probably like so doing it so rough to just kind of like bleeding.
1: It's fine. <laughs> I'm okay. Uh, I'm and wh- okay. While, while she's <laughs> roughing up Strix playfully, yeah. uh, you see uh, Dragon Bait and the baby uh, Triceratops trying to keep up. They seem to be about, you know, f- f- 30 yards back but making their way through some of the foliage and Dragon Bait is swinging his sword and uh, clearing some of the, the vines and things out of his way but it's clear that they've made their way back to you followed by uh, Waffles sniffer.
2: Completely distracted by this, Evelyn grabs Morning Glory. And is like, oh, I'm so excited to reintroduce you to Waffles! <laughs> <laughs> She's just like,
5: Morning Glory Waffles, Morning Glory Waffles.
2: Yeah,
1: once Waffles going? is done playing with Strix. Um, <laughs> She's
5: bleeding, like yes. this blood is running down one side of her She'll face. She'll just sit
1: there, just sitting with her big rump down as Morning Glory comes up to her and Waffles will just sort of turn her head the way owls turn their heads around. Um, oh. Way, way, way to one side as she just sort of <laughs> looks at this strange creature again for the first time in a while.
5: Oh, it's so cute! My heart hurts.
3: Even during all of this, uh, Death like snaps, and uh, while that all is going on, and just very quickly says, "Simon, was it Paulton here who froze everything in this area?" He looks back
1: at Paulton. And says,
5: oh, no. OK. La la la, pets, la, la Oh, la, no. La, la. Yeah, it strikes while well, this revelation is causing Deeth to have an aneurysm. So- <laughs> Strix is gonna walk over to Dragon Bay and like grab a snack from her robe and, and just like hold it out to him and be like, thank you for taking care of them. You're a good whatever you are.
1: He'll take the snack in his hand and smell it and, and put his hand around it and save it for later.
5: Oh, good. <laughs> it's probably does he Does he still have boot with him?
1: Uh, yes, he would still have your. He would still have celery with him for Be sure. A you see, you see a little celery with the boot, ambling behind him. Uh, celery doesn't move as fast as the others do, so he's a little behind, um, and that momentarily distracts you from the horror show. Uh, and you, mm-hmm. you also can see Death uh, interrogating the the marionette. I'm
5: gonna grab the ones that are alive and, and just sort of hug them as close as I can. Yeah,
1: you've got three left.
5: And, uh, or four. I'm I'm going to approach Paulton and uh, still keep my distance, but just get a little closer. And uh, Paulton, is there, <sighs> do you have a twin or something? Is there a reason that everything else thinks that it's you? Strict- and as soon as she says that, Deeth <laughs> yeah.
3: just kind of goes, <gasps>
5: Yeah, but Strix just like totally nonchalantly turns her and is like, oh yeah, I made pies for these hags once and I put our hair in it and I'm pretty sure they made clones of us, but I don't know if they can clone magic items. Maybe they can, I don't know. But I'm guessing it's that and she just like walks away. Oh my God, you're so weird. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this group is so weird, but I like you guys. Okay. Any port in a storm, right? Clones? Really, clones?
4: After, uh, after Strix explains the the doppelgangers, like Paul just turns to Miranda. It's like yeah, that's the thing with this party. Whether you think it's option A, B, or C, we're usually like the Z. <laughs> <laughs> that's
5: still a good option. Paul okay, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. They're the only thing I have, and I I got upset very quickly. They're literally all I have. These three are the only thing that I have. All of my friends are
3: dead. Deeth oh, is like friends knocking friends? himself in the head, just like, "Oh my God, the clones, the clones, <laughs> the clones!" All right, listen. It's possible oh,
5: we are going to burn ourselves. Quick, we have to burn ourselves. <laughs> <But>
3: why? <laughs> what? No, I don't like that idea. Well, hold on. Maybe it's possible that someone else. I mean, they, 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 they yeah, they made copies of us, but they, they didn't, they didn't they can't recreate magic all any things are that we have they just re- remake us
5: but Look, we there's... know magic some of us know magic it, it, it's Paulton could learn that magic maybe
3: maybe I don't... it's very possible that this he could be being set up or they're doing this on purpose to try to drive us apart but at the same time maybe it's possible that it could be the ring that's also a chance I need to tell you guys what I saw. Back when we are trying to get after Resnisi, when I was when I got separated from the rest of you. I don't know where I went or how. It wasn't it wasn't a dream. It it was real. I, everything there was real and I know it was, but some other scape or Existence. I don't don't even know how to describe it, but it felt prophetic. I was, I somehow, I was back in Waterdeep. Waterdeep was frozen over. Everything covered in snow and in ice. Clouds blotted out the sky. There was no more sun. Strix was gone, replaced with a bunch of rats. That was, that was weird. But I also saw Paulton. The ring had completely taken him over. His eyes weren't his anymore. He taunted me. It's like he wanted to to torture me and destroy me. And that felt very real. And I think if for some reason, we can't figure out this ring and destroy it and get rid of it, that's what's going to happen. So regardless of clones, if whoever did this, that ring cannot stay.
2: So I was just, like, not there at all? Like, not in your, I wasn't there? Even,
3: like, uh, ext- D.F. kind of, like, slowly turned to evil, and, and, like, you can kind of see, like, the recollection okay. of fear in his face, just like, you weren't anywhere.
2: Yeah, that's all right. I'm, I, I don't know, I'm not the, you know, main character or anything, I am not that. anything. It's fine.
5: <laughs> Miranda's gonna try and lean closer to Polton to look in his eyes really intently.
1: Okay, so you lean in. Hey.
5: Strix is like...
1: like, Are you looking for something in particular?
5: Is there any change in his eyes at all?
1: Change in his eyes? Yeah, he... A normal change, you would say. A little bit of, you know, oscillation based on your sudden proximity.
4: Okay. Uh, (laughs) Hi. Her
5: eyes haven't changed
4: yet. Her face is right here. I just kind of...
5: <laughs> I don't trust that ring you gonna what I don't trust that ring
3: hmm.
1: neither do I
5: I don't trust it
3: mm
4: think all right i'm I'm tired of all this stuff about I was like oh the ring's taking over you blah, blah blah I was like you know what it's fine I'm just gonna I just. Oh, that's so nice! See,
2: look at that's that. Really look at that.
4: Look, the ring is off. I'm put How it in my pocket. How long can you keep it off? Yeah, put. If you would let me finish a <laughs> damn sentence. Holy crap! It's gonna be in my pocket because we are going to figure out what to do with this ring. Are we? Are we? Are we happy now?
5: I know I shouldn't trust you, but I am really happy. So cool I'm happy
4: too that's why i haven't taken the ring off because i've made a deal this whole time
5: it might be in the future
4: okay well we're not in the future we're in the now now it's fine
3: but yeah, it's fine okay.
5: thank um, you paulton
3: paulton you're feeling all right yeah i mean you
4: know now i'm like dying again that kind of sucks but
1: well, oh, you've, you've still got you still got the yeah, uh, You've still got the other ring, the ring of protection that uh protects you from the dying death curse.
2: Did you take right. off the wing, the Ring of Winter? or Did you take off the ritual ring? I think you
1: took off the Ring of Winter, right? Mhm. Yeah.
2: Okay. So you still have the ritual ring mm-hmm. and somewhere you have e- Evelyn's signet ring, though I don't know where you're keeping it.
4: Right. It's like and yeah, now it's like it's it's cold, but aside from that,
2: Is it cold?
1: It's colder here on the edge of this effect that seems to have frozen to death all those Vegepygmies.
2: Evelyn doesn't know.
1: You wouldn't know. That's true.
3: Chris, there was a time where Mm -hmm. Deeth tried to remove the ring from Paulton in front of Klaus. Right. And he seemed to have a very different attitude about that during then. Mm Mm-hmm. So knowing that, yeah, how much does D.F. trust and believe what Paulton is doing now?
1: Um, you can make an insight check.
3: All right, I will. Okay.
1: <laughs> Oops. All
4: good,
2: Jared.
3: Uh, it's okay.
1: Sixteen. Okay. So, well, you saw him take off the ring. No big deal. Stuff it into his stuff it into his belt pouch. Hmm. Um that's surprising a little bit that it was uh, so easy, but on the other hand you also saw the ring in possession of Artis, and there were times when Artis was able to take off the ring without yeah. any problem. Uh, I did
3: also see Paulton put it on hand drew and use that to get it away.
1: Yes. You don't see the hand, by the way. Hand isn't here.
3: Where, where's I, the hand? Paulton, where's, where's the hand? You know... Your your brofister guy?
1: Hmm. Yeah, you you lost that. Mm.
3: We needed that. Kinda kinda, kinda didn't want to talk about that. What do you what do you mean you didn't want to talk about it?
2: He lost his friend. He feels sad, don't you felt it?
4: He He got lost in the cold. In my really stupid time of reflection, which I wish I didn't even have to take. He, uh yeah, I'll just say the snow was very deep.
5: What does that mean? Where did you go?
4: I don't know where he went. I took my time to reflect and there was a bit where I, I did lose track of Simon back, but
3: Andrew did not. No.
5: No, if, if, if you're talking about snow being deep, where did you go for your moment of reflection?
3: How were you in snow?
4: Dude, I went far, man. I was out. You know how far you can go in like three hours with multiple dimension doors? No, I, I don't. Can... far. Oh, Not yeah, that's that right. Far. <laughs> Not
5: that far.
4: It was pretty far.
5: Can I use detect magic on the ring and tell if anything has changed about it?
1: Sure. You can cast the spell. All right.
5: All right, I'm gonna do
1: that. Okay. It was
2: like Aladdin when Aladdin gets, you know, in that tower that goes all the way to like the snowy place with boo. That's what it was like. Nice. Oh,
1: right, sorry. You're just casting the spell. Uh, so when you cast the spell on Paul, this direction, and everybody can tell that you're you're casting the spell, but an interesting thing happens. Um, the ring and everything else about Paulton. Glows with a singular aura. There's not separate auras on his magic items. He and everything about him is all one aura, and it's illusion.
5: <gasps> no, Paulton, where are you?
3: What? What do you mean?
5: He's not here.
1: What the hell does that mean?
5: He's an illusion. Where are you?
1: Now you felt, if he's an illusion, he's the solidest illusion you've ever felt, Evelyn. Yeah, in like we
3: interrupted. I
4: felt it, he touched my shoulders.
1: Uh,
3: Dief pulls out a blade right away and just like, who the hell are you?
4: There's something
5: about him that's off. Either your entirety is an illusion, because Miranda hasn't touched him yet, or you are casting something. I touched what's, him. What's it's going on. I know it. Is it's fine. Then what am I saying? Yeah. He
1: has a heart. He has on? a heartbeat, Evelyn. You felt it when you, you know, grabbed him by the shoulders. Uh, yeah. Colton uh,
4: looks at Miranda. Just. You are really good at running your mouth. And he just sits down, just like, um, like hands over his knees. Takes out some wine mm-hmm. just, and then takes a chug. He's just like. <sighs> hmm. Guess you'll have to find out. And he takes out his sword yep. and turns it on himself
1: and then just. <sighs> And when he no! does that, you see him turn to ice and snow. What? The ice becomes slush in the heat of the blade. Uh, he completely discorporates into a pile of slush, leaving nothing behind but Simon and the sword hilt.
3: As he's like, the, the moment he's like doing that and turns on himself, Diaz sprints forward and like, Tackle grabs Simon and like, tumbles away to like, kind of get Simon away from Paulton. Okay. Yeah, whatever, you you basically
1: yeah, you take Simon uh, and and just sort of roll yeah. with him away as Paulton dissolves into snow and slush. Oh
5: Strix will just shuffle up and start digging another hole. I'm gonna snatch up the hilt.
1: Okay. What well, hold on, that's Paulton's.
5: But he's not here! <clears throat> he's right. slush. He's a slushy. He is a in... Unslavored slushy, which is the worst kind.
3: Right, I don't Is there Strix, what happened? <laughs> you know magic.
5: She's just digging a hole, like, well, I don't know anything. He knew better magic than me and he wasn't even real <laughs> She just starts crying on the ground. What is this? Why why is this the last thing left? And she just starts like banging it on a rock to while, try and get it to do something. Forward, while she's crying, she's still doing this arcana check. <laughs> Through the tears. Yeah. Okay. I'm still going to do one. Uh, the second time. That's a dirty 20.
1: As so um, you have seen this happen before. Yes. Uh, yep. Somebody you thought was Palton yep. in Ravenloft uh, turned yep. out, got Swim hit by up. a fireball and turned to ice and slush. This is exactly the same thing. The um, Max. He's um,
2: back at Stroud's house. You
1: believe, you believe it is a simulacrum, simulacrum of <laughs> Palton. Um, and what that means is... Well, with your great role, you know two things. One, he was entirely uh, created out of ice and snow and given the semblance of life. Um, This is not something you knew the ring could do, but maybe Paulton can. Um, Yeah,
5: it's very powerful. But
1: you know that the simulacrum's belongings aren't real. They turn to slush as well. Uh, So he must have gotten the sword off of the real Paulton.
5: Right. So the real Paulton is somewhere without the sword. Yes. Right. So, Strix is just going to stop digging for a second and just like hold, hold her pie pan up and be like, "The real Paulson's probably in danger. I think he I think he's he's trapped somewhere because that sword was his." Evelyn is just kneeling by the place the, where
1: where the slush uh, is just sort of settled into yeah, a lump, and
5: she's
2: just kind of like taking the slush and trying to like put it back together. <laughs>
1: And part of it no, just no, goes it's... flop, flop off the side, and she, like, takes it and pushes it back up into this Jeez, volcano-like yeah, something,
2: lump. Something's wrong. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Strix, what about the what? ring? Miranda, can the ring do this? could the, the ring have made this?
5: I have no idea. I know that it's evil. I know that it's terrible. I know we tried to destroy it, and... I have no idea. It could have gotten more powerful since the last time we so, even heard of it. Yeah.
1: Miranda, you know that it has several prescribed powers, but over the mm-hmm. years it has been used to greater effect by certain creatures. You, uh, and there was some hint that the, the frost giants were gonna use it to freeze the world. That was something that was told to you back when Zandala oh. was helping to chase down the item with you. Mm-hmm. She feared that the frost giants were gonna use it to freeze the world. So it has great power locked inside it but you it's unclear how that power comes
0: out
5: it can do any myriad of things from what i have heard it it's it's so powerful it's so incredibly powerful we should not have let him have this for this long i need to get this back i need to destroy this this is this is uh this could be bad this could be very bad um even though it's incredibly painful for her to let go of a magical item, she goes to Evelyn and she hands her the hilt and she goes, you should hold on to this. This is important. You, you need to have this until we find him.
3: You're muted. Maybe not, I can't hear you.
2: Oh, okay,
1: sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so you've got this relic of Paulton. Now in your hand, this golden hilt.
5: Everything. Everything's fine. I'm sure everything's Strix fine. walks over to Evelyn and puts her hands on her shoulder, and she doesn't usually touch anyone. So she puts her hand on her shoulder and she looks at her weird, roboty eyes, and says, "You need to go talk to Lethander right now. No one here can help you. Only Lethander can." Okay. Yeah. And she just Lathander. like turns her around and just like pushes her <laughs> towards where she can go, like
1: pray. And, and toward, talk to. us, t- toward like a beam of sunlight. Like, just... Yeah. And she's like,
5: who <laughs> need to talk to Lysander right now? Basically. Evelyn's
2: just holding the sword and kind of like, yeah, Lath- okay. And when you sort
1: of step out into the light, Evelyn, the sun kind of hits the sword and reflects off your face.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: Are you talking to him?
2: Yeah, yeah, L- Lathander, blah, blah, sword, falcon.
1: <laughs> She's just sort of wandering through the sunlight. Uh, that eth- <laughs> you can see uh, Simon is not trying to wrestle his way out of your grip, but he doesn't want to be held down forever.
3: Yeah, yeah, like I'll, I'll release him. Okay. And, and He'll and stand I'll there say, and just
1: sort of dust himself off.
3: Yeah, and i will say, uh, Simon.
1: He looks up at you.
3: Hey, just stay with us for now. We're gonna find your dad, okay? Just, just stay with us and make sure we'll get him back.
2: Then turns back to Strix. Did you see that Paulton touched my shoulders? What do you think that meant? He just- <laughs> Talk to LeFander. But, but what, do you think, so none of that was real, right? Yeah, none of that was real. Of course it wasn't real. No, none of that was real. Right?
5: Right. So it was real. A, a, a simulacrum is still the person. It's- it's still that. No, them. no, he have did that
2: before. He no. still did that. Can no,
5: I run over the that? He melted- he melted before, you remember yes, that? Yes, but he was still Paulton. We didn't know he wasn't Paulton, but we really shouldn't fall for this again, because wow, that is dumb. We are so dumb. And we she, are, we're <laughs> so dumb. No, you're not! Every person we meet from now on gets burned. Just a little bit. Just a <laughs> okay, tiny she, like, here, holds here, up her here, finger and it's here, on fire. Go, and go me. Like, no, you're metal. metal. Damn! I'm gonna burn me. you. Don't ah. burn me. I don't want to be burned. She's like right. like, I'm gonna Please, don't to no more burn burns. Me. I'm just gonna burn Miranda. To go over to Evelyn and trying to help because that's her default mode. She she makes a whole ton of sunflowers, just a whole bunch, and she she like throws them in the air around Evelyn to try and be like, okay. Lethander, Lethander, talk to Lethander, Lethander. And she makes an entire bouquet and she hands them off and she goes. Please! <laughs> it's like a okay. tear gone! It's like trying to stop a crying child with, like, toys. Like, get over here! <laughs> right here! There's flowers here! Just, just here! Candy! Take it! Have it! Yeah, that's exactly what it is.
2: Evelyn kind of, like, comes to seeing these two women trying so desperately to cheer her up, and, like, Evelyn's, like, the center of attention, and everyone's caring about her feelings right now, and she's like, Oh, oh! I'm f- fu- I'm fine. I'm totally fine. I'm sorry. No, wh- this will be fine. We'll get through it together. We'll find Paulton. We always do. And how do you feel? Are you okay? This has been very traumatic. Miranda, you just lost all your friends. Here. She gives her a big hug. She's like, don't worry. You said they're all you have, but that's not true. You have us. Don't worry.
5: Oh, thank you. So
2: uh, the
1: two of you are sort of coupled in the middle of this sort of puddle of sunflowers lying on the ground around you. Uh, can
5: you? Those uh, are pretty flowers. Thank you. Yeah, I wanted to make you happy. Um, can you? Can you talk to Lysander? I'm really worried about your friend. I'm, I'm worried that he's he's in danger. Evelyn kind of looks at Strix
2: and at Miranda, and she's like, "This is the first time anyone's ever asked me to talk to Leander before." <laughs> is everything okay? I'm not a
5: power. And. And she's nice. So just, please. Oh. Oh, okay.
2: And she takes both their hands and she kind of like.
5: No, uh, no, no. That's not what I know. I'm not a part of that. Up. No, 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 strong. no, no. She holds your hand know. really strong. Up. She's, like, she's so Brandis strong. Miranda's cool, oh, is it? Yeah, just Strix yeah, can't okay. get away. Strix is like, affection. <laughs> she finally just gives up. She just <laughs> like hangs. <up. laughs> yeah. Her end is
4: the exact opposite. Affection. Oh, yay. Yeah, yeah. She's like
2: great morning Lord hear the voice of these three your servants who ask oh, for no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so while that's going on yes <laughs> uh, Dieth approaches Dragonbait uh and just asks him he smells uh, like
1: honeysuckle
3: right he was he, like he was out in a way and kind of uh, lofted out for a while did he mm-hmm. happen to see anything with Paulton what could po- have uh, possibly caused this or if he saw where he went
1: no he just shakes his head. Damn it. And then uh, right. his, his smell changes to brimstone, which you know is a smell of confusion. Um, and then to ham, which is nervousness and worry.
3: Yeah.
1: That's uh, br- while that's going on, D.F., yeah, if you see Simon, he's just sort of walking off.
3: No, no, Simon. Kind of did, like the hands out, like kind of hunched over, like afterwards, like, no, no, come on, no, nope, you're staying with us, come on. <laughs> like, I'll I go back to him and okay. like.
1: Try to steer yeah, try. him away.
3: Yeah, try to steer him. Like, he's like, no, come on, you okay. stay with
1: us. We're gonna lead you back to your dad. He points in a direction.
3: Huh? Wait, I look.
1: There's city.
3: Ruined city. Simon, is that where your dad is? DF just kind of like slowly stands up, and it's just like, I will never get used to that. <laughs> uh. He'll uh, uh, go, he'll like, I got to tell Simon's like, okay, just stay with us, stay close to us, because we're going to keep you safe until you're back to him. But if you know where he is and you could show us that, that would be really good. You want to be good, right? All right, good. The entire time, Diaz in his head just thinking to himself, what the hell am I doing? (laughs) Uh, And then uh, he'll return back to the party.
5: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: there are still hanging. Yeah, is so
3: hanging. Going,
5: and she just looks at him and goes, help.
2: I'm <laughs> still praying for guidance yeah. to where to find Paulton. Okay. Look at the Friend white balance happy. on my camera gets ruined. Every time I put my arms up, there's like a Lathander glass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how yeah. that's happening, but it's really cool. Uh,
3: Dieth will <clears throat> to go back and tell the party and just say, Simon seems to know where Paulton is and we can follow him to him. Which is going towards a city, which is where I need to go anyway, so I could do God. that.
2: God speaks through the mouths of babes. Hallelujah. <laughs> Did she
5: drop Strix finally? Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally dropped. Oh, she, she just crawls away, like, actually, no. no she, turns, she turns into spiders. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you turn into a pile <laughs> of spiders? She
5: polymorphs herself to a pile of spiders. All right.
1: just... <laughs> Strix turns into a swarm of spiders and begins to crawl around everything.
2: Evelyn is very worried that she will step on one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she flies.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you see. All right.
2: But yeah, she Evelyn's just like, let's go! And follows Death, and she grabs Morning Glory and she's like, Death, you can you wanna ride? You
5: can't fly, but you can ride on a magical, beautiful, wonderful horse. All the spiders are on the horse. <laughs> I'm Weird.
1: I'm good. <laughs> okay. You
2: can ride with Strix.
1: Are you, so you're following uh, Simon? <sighs> yeah. Uh, actually, Dieth will walk with Simon. Okay.
3: Uh, oh. So if Simon leads the way, Dieth yeah. will stay nearby him and try to protect him as much as possible. Okay,
1: just like a pace or two behind him? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Simon begins to lead you through Omu in the morning. Um, you find yourself kind of meandering through the streets. DF, you Great. feel a needle of ice jam through your skull, ah! through the middle of your brain, and you are so racked with pain that you take 25 points ah! of psychic damage.
2: Wait, what?
1: You take 25 points of psychic damage, and immediately, as this needle is jammed into your head, you can't do anything except just kind of hunch over and almost collapse in on yourself. Simon sort of stops when you keel over.
5: Does anyone behind him see where it came from?
1: It didn't seem to come from, the rest of you just see D.F. just sort of clutch his head, lurch forward, and let out this gasp of oh sound. God. Strix isn't brain spiders
5: freeze. anymore, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and D.F., as, you, as the horrible, horrible pain, this, this needle grinds into your brain, uh, you see just blood coming out of your nose Uh, And out of the corners of your eyes. Yeah.
5: Oh, what's happening? Uh, Strix is going to cast Cure Wounds.
1: Okay. And that's where we'll stop. (laughs) Oh, no.
5: (laughs) Oh, darn.
2: So,
1: D F you think you know what this is. Yep. Yeah.
2: What? What? Oh, 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 no.
5: I don't
1: know. <laughs> Once the pain passes, you know what this is.
3: Yeah. Welcome, Rachel, to all the shit we have to go through every day. <laughs> oh
1: my God. You're a weird girl, but I love
5: you. Oh, but this is terrifying. Okay. All right. Well, what
2: a sesh.
4: I'm really upset about all of this. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I that was just wanted to get a nice day. I just wanted to get some ice cream. Such free. an asshole.
1: <laughs> that was fun.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Uh, so next week we'll answer the question maybe of where's Paulton? Uh, and uh, until then, does anybody have any announcements to make?
2: I do. Uh,. I am going to be DMing my first 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons campaign. And I am a little babby DM and don't know what I'm doing, so we're all going to learn together. And we're going to use the D&D starter set adventure, uh, Lost Mind of fandel And that's going to start next Tuesday, directly following Dice Camera action. On misclicks, so the same Ooh. slot as misclicks D and D devotion, and actually the same cast as misclicks D and D devotion. Except I'm kicking Neil out of the DM spot and nice. I'm jumping in. Very good. So come uh, help me in chat because it's my first time, and it should be really fun.
5: Yay! Uh, I, have a, I have a charity stream on Sun or Saturday with uh, the Game Grumps, so I will be I will be there. Doing, I, I think it's for crisis text hotline thing, so which is pretty cool. So I'll be doing that. And then, um, yeah, so it's going to be fun. All right? Yay.
3: Nate, do you have anything? Uh, tune in next week. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I'll All be right. drinking between now and then. Yep. Just uh, the usual drinking.
3: Uh, uh, Usual from me as well, uh, we got the Dice Camera Action Discord. We can go on or, and join the uh, uh, subreddit and Discord. But yep. go to the subreddit and join in in all the different uh, discussion fanfictions. I was poking around on our the subreddit yesterday. Fan fiction's nice. great.
5: They give you such gives, good ideas, Chris. It always gives Chris <laughs>
3: such awesome ideas. It works out awesome for us. Love yeah. it when that happens. Uh, but, be su- but be sure to go to the uh, Dice Camera. Enjoy that discussion. You also join the Discord from there. I'll spam that link. And uh, also a shout out to PowerScore RPG, who's going to be hosting Waffle Talk immediately after this episode.
5: They'll a lot to talk about.
3: Yeah, lots to talk about. Love to see you guys decompress this <laughs> and how awful it was. They
2: usually uh, can, better than we
3: but, can. Yeah, the, that is at twitch.tv slash PowerScore RPG, where uh, the three of them just discuss about the most recent episode. It was just further community building stuff. I believe. Uh, uh, twitch.dnd now hosts it as well so you can go to that or just stay here and watch it immediately after
2: yay all right i have one more that's not D related Shoot. That i forgot last week uh <clears throat> i hosted a hosting an interview workshop at twitch for people who want to learn how to uh host an interview and it's something i'm super passionate about it's a lot of my job and i care a lot about it and uh the live stream already happened, but you can go watch the VODs on twitch.tv slash twitch if you're interested in learning anything about how to interview or host or just present yourself on camera. So enjoy.
3: And my last thing real fast is that if anyone's going to be at KatsuCon this weekend in National Harbor, Maryland, uh, I'll be there wandering around. If you see me, feel free to say hi. Uh, I believe there is a D&D cosplay group meetup. And uh, I might try to make my way to that if you're looking for me. Yep. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll try, I, I, I have no promises, I don't, they don't know what my schedule or what's going on, but I will try to be at that at least, that might be the best spot to find me.
1: Okay, and Rachel, Girls Guts Glory kicks off in March again, you said last week. Uh, for those who don't know, what character do you play on that show?
5: I play Moira Wirin, I'm their paladin, and I'm righteous as hell. <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh,
1: it's very
5: stuck up and vain and fun. Yeah, I like her, I can't wait to get back to that. Yeah, we're gonna be back in March on uh, the, uh, do you need Twitch channel? Yeah. On a scale from 1 to 10, how much more traumatic is our show? Oh, like 9,000. We had our, <laughs> our last episode with Valendra, but we we kicked her ass because she was like a baby, baby, baby lich. Um, yeah, it's, they're both pretty traumatic, but this one is kind of the gauntlet. This is like Meat Grinder all over again. <laughs> Every, day. Yeah. Every day. Every day. Right.
4: Every
5: yeah, day. I like it. Oh, we love it. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next, yeah.
1: Week's episode, next week's episode is going to be great and weird. <laughs> We're level ten now. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, team. Good All game. All right. Yay. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Thank you, everybody. And uh, we'll see you next week. And until then, happy gaming and take care of each other.
4: Bye, everybody. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Dice, Camera, Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on Tomb of Annihilation, head to dnd.wizards.com slash TOA. Or if you have any questions about the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash DCA. Until next week, happy hunting.